This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Welcome to episode 121 of the Podcast Terror production of the Galactic Network. I'm your host, Matt Stein. I can't even, I don't even, I changed this. It's all wrong. For more on this podcast, including show notes, content, information, subscription links, go to GNCast.com. I quit. Corey, this is your show. GNCast Tom, new head of the network. We didn't even really uh, check with anybody. It's just like all of a sudden this guy, Tom, walked in. He's like, hey, motherfuckers, I used to run MySpace. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought it. I was, I was looking for a way to get that MySpace in. Um, glad you glad you brought that full circle. Yeah. You remember MySpace? Have you gone on MySpace recently? Not recently, recently, but probably more recent than most people. Like when Justin Timberlake was being... Hey guys, come on, check out my spits again. And I was like, all right, Justin, you know, I, I, know. I, I like I you on SNL. I didn't know that there was like a an attempted resurrection of MySpace. I just thought it oh, yeah. continued to exist and people just let it continue to continue ignore it. To exist. <laughs> yeah. No, there there was there was a movement uh like your bells that was about <laughs> trying to get it tied more into music stuff. And uh, I, I just think it the name was enough to it's like Napster. Napster was the big shit for a while. And then they changed hands a bunch of times. Uh, I think Best Buy owned them for a little bit. Um, but it, at some point, like they stopped being the favorable uh, go get your shit from Napster. Mm-hmm. And so after that, the name became worthless. So sure, there's still a Napster around, but nobody gives a fuck. Uh, we've all we went to Gaza, we went to other things, and then we got BitTorrent and never looked back. So Napster being a legitimized company, it it doesn't do to own the name. It's like Yahoo. At some point, Yahoo became unfavorable, even if it did new stuff that was kind of cool. And people are like, well, yeah, but I would feel like I was a shithead for going to Yahoo, like just trying to type it in. Like, uh, have you uh, you've used BitTorrent, right? Yeah. Have you ever gotten a, a what is it a DCMA letter? The dur- a digital. I've gotten manager? stuff from Comcast before saying, "Hey, motherfucker, you know what? Uh, this free show that you're downloading ain't free." It's like, well, it sure is. If I watched it on NBC, dicks. <laughs> uh, so I recently got one from Charter Spectrum, but it didn't tell me what the file was, which I think is very odd because I had gotten a lot of them from Charter when I still lived with my parents. And every time it would say the file, the file name, the date you downloaded it from, the site you downloaded it from, the whole fucking nine yards. And I got this one and it didn't tell me. Now they're just taking a stab in the dark. You didn't even do anything. It's just like, <laughs> we know you. Well, and that's like, I mean, I, I, I use Usenet for the majority of my TV and movie stuff. But once in a while, when I can't find it, I have to go to uTorrent 
or BitTorrent. Um, but it's like I, I use it so infrequently that it's like I'm kind of curious which one got me. Not that I right. clearly still have the internet, and uh, but I, I'm curious which one it was, and I didn't want to email him and be like, so what What was the file? Like, how can you prove this was me if you can't tell me when, when and where it was? Or how it, can it you also, prove that it came from my internet connection? And what are they going to fucking do at this point? Now, if, if Comcast is your only, or Charter, is your only game where you're at, then that, that's a problem. Well, it's the um, only decent you have, game. Right. And that's that's the shit they hold over us is right. is that oh well there's only one fast internet connection and the rest of it is just people being dicks, um, PB and dicks but, is that what you said? Yeah, that's just exactly what peanut, I said. PB and butter dicks, dicks. my favorite sandwich. I, I like it. I like it in a pita pocket. Um, oh God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know where I was going, but out here we've got uh, Sonic, and Sonic is supposed to be putting in. Oh, in this internet. area, I thought you were talking about Sonic Food, and I'm like, God damn, I missed that place. No, we we don't have that. At least not really local. But uh, we have Sonic Internet, and they're supposed to be putting in gigabit fiber or or the equivalent all around the area, and and they're just taking their time. But they're not the big giant ass company that that um, Comcast is. So as soon as anybody can get Sonic at that speed, it's it's just going to be a big fuck you to to comcast anyways and then they're going to literally send a service person out to your house between the hours of uh 12 and 4 to lick your balls to try to retain you <laughs> as a customer um <laughs> hi it's uh it's uh it's dave from comcast and it's a uh, it's about 270 245 in the afternoon and uh, i just had lunch say 275 yeah i was gonna say 275 um well, and I so just, I just want to let you know, I will be there to lick your balls within the hour. Um, if you could uh, maybe towel off, uh, that would be swell. Uh, just... <laughs> but, but that's the thing is like when you're over a fucking barrel, you you gotta like, okay, I'll take your warning, Comcast. But then a month later, you just do it again, and they don't give a shit. All right. Oh, ours. I'm trying to look. So AT and T has uh, fiber, and it seems to be getting. It's like in our area. Like if I was at my old house, I think I could get it, um, but it's not quite out in the boonies yet. Yeah, that's the problem. Is you are in the no man's land of. Well, we're along a major, a major county highway, so I think that just means that they find bodies there. Well, that and they have to run lines past my house to get to places. That was oh, like, okay. That was like the whole fucking natural gas thing. I told you about that, right? No. So our house is on propane. Fine. I live in the middle of yeah. goddamn nowhere. I get it. But the uh, the the electric company that also has the natural gas lines contacted us and they were like, "Hey, um someone asked in your area if you uh if they could get natural gas and now we're asking everyone in the area if you'd be interested." And I'm like, "Fucking sign me up because I hate cooking on electric." So she calls me back like 2 months later and she goes, "Yeah, it's going to be like 4 grand." Because everyone has to split the cost of running the main down the road that you, if you're watching the video, you see cars going past my head. Um, and then I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's not that bad. Like I would pay that because propane is expensive. Then they give you a hundred feet of pipe from the main to your house, and then you have to pay seven eight dollars a foot from there to your house, which I think I figured it was about two hundred feet. So it's like we're looking at another seven hundred bucks. Fine. I've spent almost a thousand dollars in less in the less than a year we've lived here in propane alone. Uh, and then I thought about it. My neighbor who lives a quarter mile 
past my house is going to have to pay from that 100 feet like 3,000 feet back to his house. So right. everyone except us and the one other person said no. So she's like, now it's $11,000. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> like I'm fucking, I, and I just laughed at her and I'm like, you already know my answer. And she's like, yeah. no, I know. I'm like, yeah, the next time this comes up though, just call me because I said I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I don't remember why I started telling that story then, then to complain. No, that, it, our business park is the same thing. Sonic is actually going into our business park where my company is uh, because they want to be the local ISP for businesses. They want to be the local ISP for everybody. Yeah. Uh, they want to give people a better choice. They're the ones who are actually like behind legitimately like, hey, we fucking need net neutrality. We believe in this shit. Uh, but we're also we're an hour away from San Francisco and they're all over San Francisco. It just it's a different mindset out here. Um, so I appreciate it. But yeah, the the subpar fucking Internet that we've been using at my work to run a fucking business is insane yeah. but it would have cost like twenty five thousand dollars to get uh comcast to come in there to because they won't just fucking do it to collect the bills every month it's like no we'll charge you up front this much money to get here and then once you're the first one in then everybody else can just pipe off of that it, it's it's an amazing amount of bullshit of like uh we don't have to work for your business you have to work to get us but as soon as it happens it's it happened in uh, Austin and Houston, a bunch of other places where Google Fiber went in. It's like as soon as Google Fiber went in, AT and T and all the other ones up their game. It's like, oh, we can give you gigabit. We can do this shit, well, and they're, uh, all, they're all capable of it. We, yeah, Charter, um, Time Warner and Charter became Spectrum, and it was kind of split for anyone listening that isn't aware. Spectrum has gigabit lines. The company I work for has a Time Warner Spectrum gig line from one office to the other office. And fucking, I have Spectrum, so you cannot tell me, like, I don't even have the option. Like, you get uh, 100 down by 20 up, which is great. I'm not complaining. I pay, like, 45 bucks a month. It's actually actually reasonable. No, that's very reasonable. If I want to get 300 by 50, I have to pay a $200 activation fee. For what? I don't fucking know. You're using the same lines that already come into my house. It's the same equipment that I already have. Uh, it, like you're just charging me two hundred dollars because you can, yeah. And and so whatever. But it's a funny, like you already have the capability of fiber to my fucking house because it's it's a fiber infrastructure. Like the thing is, is they don't give a shit because they don't have to. They don't have to. That's ah. exactly it. Otherwise, it sounds like you're in a weird spot where you said like things have to roll past you to get from one area to the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, there's a there's a, a city, there's a town of like a thousand people that's a mile and a half down the road. They all have natural gas. They so there's like power lines and natural gas lines that just run down the the county highway to places. So you're like Petticoat Junction. Yeah. Yeah, you're like halfway between uh, wherever Green Acres was and and the next town over, which I guess was Pixley or something, and you're just like right in the center, and so uh, it's like you, you can't get there from from here right. unless you go past me, and so you should just put up a fucking toll bridge. You just put a bridge in for your fucking house, <laughs> and like just or like that that fucking uh, barrier that comes down like they did in Blazing Saddles. And just like, and nobody can go around it. They just gotta like come up to it, and somebody's gotta get a fucking shitload of quarters. Yeah, that's fair. I uh, changed my name to Tollbooth Willie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
for you a dollar twenty five per. Yeah, but in your case, Tollbooth Willie, it would be you in a toll booth, and everybody comes by and just show them your dick. Yeah, it'd be my my toll booth Willie. Yeah, uh, drive, exactly. Drive a drive by dickin. That's a low bar to try to roll under. Oh God, is it because I'm short or because my penis is so massive? And it touches the ground because you have no knees. <laughs> I do have. I mean, I guess anyone watching this has no idea if I have knees because nobody's ever really, seen them. You only see me tits up. So don't believe they exist. I feel like we have seen your tits in the air, though. What is this show again? What do we do? Um, I, why have you seen my tits in the air? No, I, I, I feel like shirt off on here. Probably. I, I feel like you probably have. Probably. Yeah. Uh, two and a half years, my shirts come off at least once. Um, Maybe even at your most sober. <laughs> it tends to happen. I mean, I don't have to be drunk for my shirt to come off. I am a heavily tattooed man underneath this t-shirt. That's true. Uh, Do you have piercings? Uh, not anymore. I took them all out, except my ears. You wanted to get Did through they? an airport? No, it wasn't even that. It was just like, I, I think I saw piercings as like my way to be rebellious without my parents finding out. Because my parents were kind of my mom was my dad didn't give a shit he just kind of looks at me and he goes well you're gonna regret that someday i'm like yeah well that day is not today so who's laughing now old man 80s was a weird time my mom said that if i pierced my ears she would kill me castrate me and kick me out of the house and i think in that order um yeah and I think, then I think my dad said uh no son of mine will have his fucking ears pierced and sorry buddy i pierced my ear and uh my mom came home, checked it out, and then bought me earrings. So oh, wow. it was like a weird thing. Now the the day I burned a cross in my face, that was that was another level. Wait, that was what? some bullshit. I, I burned a cross in my face. I don't know. It was just something to do. I was bored. I was seventeen. Shit, man. Um, I took a dark, <laughs> dark, dark turn. Uh, Speaking of dark turns, uh, welcome to the podcast, Pierre. Mm-hmm. This show about things that are scary, like uh, flesh. Burning. I don't know. Uh, I, have a, I have a huge brand on my thigh of uh, Moon Knight from Micro Teen Hunger Force, so I, I'm all too familiar with that. It is completely fair. Yeah, yeah. I was wearing shorts yesterday, so I sold one of our cars, and uh, my buddy's daughter actually bought it because she wanted a, a newer, older car. And they came to get it, and I was wearing shorts yesterday that are shorter than the shorts I normally wear around them. Him and I live together, so I normally wear like knee-length shorts while I had... Um, the hate joggers that are shorts, which are pretty short on me. Yeah, they look short. Yeah. And, like I'm, uh, I'm not of a comfort that I can handle that kind of shorts. I admire the hate brand stuff a lot. Oh, no. Yeah, those mesh ones are way shorter than that. They have like that a is, three inch inseam. Like if I were boxers, they hang out under the bottom. Yeah, that's a level of man that I am not. Yeah, so the joggers are a little longer. I believe they're eight inches. Um, but the sizing is all fucked up. Like I wear extra large shorts. I have three X joggers and they're still tight. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck whatever, man. But, um, yeah, so it, I was wearing shorter shorts and he saw my brand and then made fun of me. Did he just assume that your penis did that? No. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with your leg? <laughs> because your, your, your dick is just such a bad activist and it's out there doing graffiti on your leg. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, if the shorts roll up, you just see the bottoms of two feet. Like two eight bit feet. Um, yeah. When it gets real cold, it turns purple. 
So do my balls. Um, you want to talk about this movie? First of all, I just want to say I, I congratulate you on doing Moon Knights, although I probably would have expected in that area you should have gone with Old Drippy. Um, well, the thing was, it was much, and I never even thought of doing Old Drippy, but and Old Drippy may have been after this, but um, the Moon Knights, because it's mostly straight lines, and it was a, it was a birthday present, and it was excruciatingly painful. And like all birthday presents. Yeah, yeah. Like most birthday presents, they hurt when they're happening. Um, and now I kind of wish I never would have done it. Thank you on the ass. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I wish I never would have done it because that's tattoo real estate that I'm now out because you can't tattoo over big ass scars. Nope. <sighs> so stupid. Oh, you were young. I was. I was like 19, 18, 19. Is it on the ball side or the no ball side? The ball side or the no ball side? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? I thought you were a proud cut. I thought you were missing testicle. Oh, well, I mean, I have two. It's just one's real fucking small, so it's on the uh, normal ball side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they both exist. It's just one is of no benefit to me. Um, let's talk about Happy Death Day. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I apparently t- had seen this movie before and didn't know. Really? It. Yeah, Alyssa walked in. She goes, "Don't did she goes? Did you like this the first time we watched it?" I'm like, "I don't." What are you talking about? She goes, "Yeah, we've we've seen this." Like, I uh, don't remember any of this movie. It did. Is she watching it with her other husband? I don't doubt that we watched it, and I also don't doubt that I was either not paying any attention or drunk. Yeah, I, I believe all of that. Yep. very easily. Yep. Uh, happy Death Day. Happy Death ba- Day is is very easily summed up. It is Groundhog's Day mm-hmm. with uh, someone getting murdered in it over and over and over, which is a joke that they make themselves at the end of the movie. So I'm I'm not speaking out of turn. And honestly, that's not a bad movie to make. No, there was um, a lot of decisions and jokes that were made that I thought were kind of dumb. Like the whole montage where she keeps waking up and she's like, oh, I'm just going to walk around naked because I'm going to die and start this whole day over and no one's going to remember. Um, that I was just like, eh. I mean, at least show me a titty or something if you're going to do that. Yeah, um, it is PG-13, so yeah. that but doesn't like, doesn't nail the, the check mark on that no, for us. But, but the, the pillow, like the guy who keeps falling the pillow, I thought that was kind of funny. And some of the things like the... Um, what was the guy's name? Tim or whatever. That's she always, he always pops out because she never yeah. responds. And I, I thought like her calling him out was kind of funny, and I, it was yeah. Go get that man ass. I and I I also despised the twist. All, all the, three of them. Yeah. So let let let's let's come back a little bit. Uh, first of all, Happy Death Day was written by Scott Lobdell. Scott Lobdell, one of my all-time favorite comic series from the 90s, uh, he co-created and wrote, which was Generation X. He was an X-Men writer at Marvel Comics, did Uncanny after Chris Claremont left. Uh, and it was cool to see his name up on this uh, as, a, as a longtime fan. I, I follow him on Facebook. We actually used to like chat a little bit on prodigy back in the day. So 
cool to see this happen for him. Uh, I didn't recognize any of the actors or actresses in this. It's a young cast. I don't know if they're all new, but uh, Jessica Roth, who plays Tree, uh, Teresa, in this, was, I think, great in the role. Um, for carrying a movie, she starts out as being a totally just a bitch. Yeah, nobody that you you like or have any empathy for. As she progresses over time, you develop empathy for her. At least I did, and yeah. that's that's kind of what the story is supposed to do. It doesn't go the route that Groundhog's Day does that you live the same day over and over again so many times that you just get to be that perfect day, although they they kind of get close to that. Uh, but one of the things they do to cap that is as she does die and come back over and over, and it's the first suggestion, just keep going until you figure out who it is. Um, she, her body starts to have more and more breakdown. The scar tissues and stuff from when she dies retains so technically she's doing damage to herself by letting herself be murdered over and over so she does take a few tries at it and then realizes shit i can't do this forever because uh, at some point it's just not going to work anymore i'm feeling pain when i wake up instead of just waking up and starting over again uh so that was a good move i think for telling sir because yeah exactly if you if you treat a murderer story with no consequence then it takes all the the danger out of it they have to kind of reinstill some rules to make it feel like there's a there's a weight to her being killed over and over again yeah which i kind of forgot that that existed because some of the twists annoyed me like you had mentioned the perfect day and it's like she finally has a perfect day but then the the person that she kills thinking they're the killer ends up not being the killer and there's another twist it's like it's yeah. Stupid. Well, that, that part of that is that from the very opening of the film, I kind of knew how it was going to end. I knew who the killer was. Uh, I knew that the cupcake that she keeps getting. Obviously, we, we tell people at the beginning of the show that there's spoilers. Um, the cupcake that she gets and keeps getting rid of is poison. And that the whole murder thing is uh, plan B. What I didn't get was that they make some reference to her roommate, who's the one who's out to kill her, uh, having a new guy, a, a secret boyfriend or something on the side. Mm -hmm. So I had assumed that she was in league with the the serial killer that shows up and like she was someone who wrote him in prison and stuff and had all this stuff arranged. They're working together, kind of like in the Frighteners, how the, the woman and the ghost were all jake Busey, <laughs> we're together um the ghost jake Busey. that should actually be on his business cards uh but it didn't go that route it, it was just like she used it as a oh he happens to be here i'll unleash him and he'll go get away and i'll, I'll use him being out there as an excuse to be able to get away with killing her myself yeah. they don't explain how she keeps winding up wherever tree is and all the scenarios when she's trying to figure out who's trying to kill her like always seems to be stalking her just the right way. How she shows up in the bathroom when she left the room and she put the stuff in front of the door. Some of the things are a little hard to explain. If you want to treat this as a, oh, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Then 
there's definitely holes there. But it's not something that needs to be taken too seriously mm. in that regard. It just seems like the whole thing of of them going the route of there's a murderer in town and that being the the suspect um, comes kind of out of nowhere and works out a little too nicely for everything to then I was glad at least that they did follow up and have it be the roommate at that point, because it just seemed like that's way too cut and dry for what this is. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I guess I would have preferred they just had one twist instead of multiple stupid twists. I don't, I don't know. I'm just I'm just complaining at this point. The other thing is that we while we compare this to Groundhog's Day, it's not incredibly dissimilar to what we had uh when we watched The Final Girls not too long ago. It, it, in that they're in a scenario where they go into a movie and the day keeps repeating, but the day does keep repeating. And there seems to be a reality to them getting killed versus the people in the movie getting killed uh, so they don't get to come back but that's I don't know it, it's not it's not incredibly original but the originality isn't part of it it's just if it's entertaining that's mostly what this is everybody wearing the baby mask the baby mask thing was just weird mm-hmm. it's just bizarre that everybody in this school has got these baby masks like that's something that should be a mascot <laughs> Well, it wasn't it the mascot of the school. It seemed to be for something that was going on. I what college is the I don't know the Raventown babies. Like, <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to look up the baby mask real quick. I mean, it, it's supposed to try to create an iconic look for a killer that stands right. out, but. Yeah, but like you said, I mean, it's it's like a decent mask for a slasher, but just give it like a better a better backstory as to why everyone is wearing this mask. Yeah, it, it, that's a that's another tough one. It, that part of the problem with this movie, um, the, of the things that I'm going to tear into it about, is that it glazes over certain things to just get to the parts that it wants to to do. So she's, she's letting herself be killed over and over again. She's told the guy that she wakes up in his room about what happened. And he suggests, we'll just keep dying until, you know, you, you figure out who it is. Yeah. But as she's eliminating people from the list, uh, some of them don't make any sense of like, okay, you got in a fight with that girl and you both died. So it can't be her that kills you, but you didn't die from being murdered. You died because you got hit by a truck. Um, that doesn't eliminate her. She could still be the one. Yep. The other thing is, if you know that you're going to be killed, why not just rush at the person and tear the mask off so you can see their face in the last seconds? Like, how hard would that have been? Yeah, yeah. she had uh, multiple opportunities to do that, and then actually crossed my mind at one point. Like where yeah, she was I'd, being choked to death, it's like why not just pull the mask off right now? The mask off, right? Um, it 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 might have even been funnier if it had been multiple people who were actually killing her in that day. Yeah, but but there is the 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 guy who becomes her boyfriend at the end is like, well, there's got to be a reason why they're doing it on this day. 
And and that's said, but it's never followed up on. There is no reason why it's on her birthday and why she keeps coming back and redoing it over and over. We never get an answer as to how this keeps happening, why her roommate wants to kill her. Uh, maybe even in that that perfect day when she goes and she apologizes to the roommate at the beginning, maybe her roommate wouldn't have killed her that day, but then she gets killed by the, the actual serial killer. Um, so maybe that yeah. did inadvertently change things, but or she doesn't get killed by the serial killer. She kills herself to be able to come back because she wants to save the the boy. Which I like that. I like that bit of nobility. But it's still like Groundhog's Day. They never tell you why Groundhog's Day is happening, except it's just sort of like it's seen as Phil is in purgatory because he's a bad person and it teaches him to be a good person. Um, I just I, honestly, I think that it was like a half baked idea. They never really thought it through, and that's why, <clears throat> um, that's why a lot of the decisions are made. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's not like a deep movie. There isn't a ton that happens. It's the same. It's the same scenario repeated over and over and over and over and over, and then every time you get a little bit more, and then when you think you know what happened, they're just like, "Yeah, fuck this shit." This is what's really yeah. going on. Yeah, it also does stuff with the killer. Like the killer in the first scene with them or her uh, sets up a music box playing happy birthday underneath yeah. an overpass thing. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It, again, if, you, if you're looking for something that, you know, it makes sense, this isn't it. This absolutely is not it. it it's done for comedy it's not even really done for suspense you know it, it, it most of the suspense is oh how fast is she gonna die this time oh there it goes and but you don't feel any kind of fear for her at all because it keeps repeating well and you, because you know what's happening you know what's coming and it's yeah yeah since there's no jeopardy it's it's really just like trying to get the answer to who did this mm-hmm. and then when you get the answer it's it doesn't really equal out too much. I also don't think that on her birthday, she's going to go and get to celebrate her birthday after she's just murdered her roommate. Uh, I, I feel like she's going to be stuck in the police filling out a lot more paperwork. There's going to be a lot more questions and shit. It's like, hey, guys, guys, seriously, though, I got to go get dicked uh, right now and uh, apparently not eat a cupcake for my birthday. Uh, so, like, can we get this time done over? You know, it's not one of Matt and Corey's podcasts, I have a fucking limit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, all that aside, I like this movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I definitely didn't like it. So what are, other than the things that we've already established, what didn't you like about it? I mean, I just thought it was, it was not like a really exciting new concept and it just it just got really stale really quick to me um yeah is it just because you've seen the idea before you well, know what I to mean, expect there's that but it's like you can how do you like take... the amount of the amount of movies that we've seen with slasher in the woods oh, right we can't we can't really say too much about oh, i've seen it before but, but i mean like how do you take the concept of being murdered over and over until you can figure out who the killer is to live past the day. Like how do you how do you make that ninety minutes long and interesting? And you you do it with a little bit more finesse. You do it with a little bit more of uh 
building an actual mystery uh, and and having payoffs to the mystery. Right. And and that's a thing. I, I, I think the the poison cupcake is a decent payoff for. She did do everything right. She gets all the way through it and then she blows it by eating the cupcake and it proves that she was on the wrong track the whole time. Uh, but her roommate is also the person that she never knocked off of the suspect list. You know, that was a person that right. she decided to just ultimately trust. And that doesn't make a lot of sense because she should be one of the first people that she suspects. You know, the people who are close to you, the people who know you, these are the people you should be talking about. Uh, she should have suspected Tim, the, the boyfriend. But I don't think she ever really does anything to... Not Tim. Um, the actual boyfriend, uh, Carter. Carter. Yeah, yeah, Carter, whose name she doesn't know, but then knows. Yep. Um, hell, I would have even suspected the guy who keeps coming in and saying, you know, did you get any of that crazy bitch edge? Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, that guy was great. Uh... Um, <laughs> I don't want to stay in my car. It smells like Doritos and feet. Um, there, There is more of of what could have been like taken a little bit more seriously. But as a PG 13 movie, you know, I I don't think this is aimed at old hat horror enthusiasts. I think it's aimed at it's more teens. Yep. Right. Teens who haven't seen Groundhog's day uh, and are probably like her at the very end when she's like, I've never seen that. You don't know Bill Murray ghostbusters. I don't know. You know, (laughs) first of all, to that girl, you don't say ghostbusters. You say lost in translation. At least then it's something that she could have seen in the last 15 years. Um, But I I don't know. I I, I probably enjoyed it more than you just because I liked the character. Uh, I liked her and Carter. I I liked going through and them trying to develop a plan, even if it all seemed very cut and dry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not the worst movie we've seen. I say that a lot. That's that's sometimes like the redeeming quality of the movies that we watch is they're not the worst ones I've seen. Yeah, it, it's it's lightweight, but I, I enjoy the lightweight film sometimes compared to the harder shit. Um, it's it's a it's like a palate cleanser. I I agree. I mean, it was very easy to digest. It's very easy to understand what's happening. Um, but I think if you're gonna do that if you're going to make like an easily digestible horror movie for teenagers don't like try and put some crazy twist in it take out the whole the whole section where the serial killer is killing girls and she goes to the the hospital and do that and just make it the fucking roommate the entire time like yeah you can explore a little deeper the roommate and the, the relationship but there isn't really like a ton that really there's not a, a lot that happens between tree and the, and the roommate that like makes it make a lot of sense other than the right. few interactions where she like apologizes, like right. maybe expand on the fact that tree's super shitty to her roommate for a very long time. Maybe don't start the day that it, Oh, you kind of have to, um, maybe have some flashbacks or something and then show her being shitty and not just you like, Oh, you fucked my boyfriend a bunch or you fucked a guy. Yeah, it feels like they shortened the stuff about the characters that she would have actually known to involve all the stuff with the serial killer. um, And it it takes away... that never really paid off. Yeah. No, I I agree. I absolutely agree. They developed the wrong 
aspect mm -hmm. too much and the other parts not enough to, to really give them weight. I don't really have a whole lot else to say. <laughs> yeah. And, and is this another actress who looks like Britta from Community? Mm -hmm. it, it, that's all I kept thinking the whole time. It's like we just watched uh, The Babysitter on Netflix a couple months back. Yep, 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 yep. And, and that whole time, I, I kind of wondered if this was the same actress at first. I'm like, oh, no, that's not. But there's a there's a standardized look, mm -hmm. I guess, that's coming out, which is not a bad look at all. No, but... no, no, no. Um, so Growly is asking who the killer actually is. And the, the killer in the movie is Trudy's roommate the entire time. And she finds out after... Um, so she goes through this list of people, and then she thinks that it is a serial killer that is in the hospital um, that she goes to. And then th it goes through a couple days where she tries to kill the serial killer, and then she finally does, and she wakes up, and, and she has not finished the day. Um, which I think is fucked up, because isn't the whole purpose here that she has to live through the day? She has to live through the day. Oh, but never she mind. Dies yeah, she, she does. Yeah, yeah, she dies. Um, and and then she has some realization that her roommate is uh, poisoning her cupcake, and that's how she figures out who the killer is, and that's who she kills. Yeah. The last time through, when she gets through everything else, and she has defeated who she thinks is the killer, she goes and she has her sixteen candles moment with uh, Carter in his room. Yep. And uh, she eats the cupcake that her yes, uh, eating the cupcake is a euphemism. <laughs> she <laughs> she eats a cupcake that her roommate made for her at the beginning of the the movie, and and hands her every day. She finally eats it for the first time, and then she dies in her sleep, uh, which is why she has to relive the day over one more time. And then she, that's what makes her realize, oh shit, you know, it was this dumb bitch who I didn't pay attention to this entire time, which is maybe part of the reason why she doesn't like you. I don't know. Uh, so, what would you think they would do if they did a sequel to this movie? Because, guess what? They're doing a sequel to this movie. Fuck, I forgot about that. Um, same people? I don't know if it's the same characters or not. But there is going to be a happy death day too. Which means that this movie was successful enough to get a sequel, which is nice. Also by Bloomhouse, and it's kind of outside of the regular spectrum of what I at least expect from Bloomhouse stuff. Which it's it's a horror movie, um, but it's far more mainstream and and aimed at younger viewers horror movie, which is not a bad way to go. It's nice to see them expanding. I was hoping to like read some sort of plot information on Happy Death Day too, but I don't know. Doesn't seem to be anything out there. I, I how if it's the same people, like how would you, how, you have uh, to the next birthday? She's still a bitch. That 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 should just be what it's called. Happy that day too. Still a bitch. Still a bitch. Um, oh, it comes out next year too. Sweet. Oh, so the chick who plays Tree sounds like she's in the second one too. Unless it's the future and she has a kid and it happens to her kid. That was the other thing. When she got up and she was sick the one morning and it turned out that she was sick because of her internal energies of dying over and over again, mm -hmm. I thought, oh, what if she's pregnant and it's, it's the baby that's causing her to relive the day over and over? And at some point, she just gets more and more pregnant, even though it's the same day. I don't know why I thought that was interesting. It would have been something. Yeah, but 
That's because kids Where are parasites and they live inside of you and suck away your life. It's very true. And then they suck away your money for the next 18 plus years. Word. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Oh, Growly has a good idea. So in the second movie, the killer has to relive the day till he till he or she gets the kill right. Gets the kill right. That's pretty cool. That's like that Hitman game that yeah. keep playing the demo level over and over again and I know you didn't kill all the fucking guards, so you gotta try again. It's like son of a fuck. Uh which is live, die, repeat. It's the the Tom Cruise thing. And it's not a untouched theme, I guess is what we're saying. Is not horribly original. No. So it, it's all based on execution. Mm-hmm. I thought the execution was all right. Yeah, I mean uh, I mean I will have to watch the second one now. If she's if she's not the subject of the second one, she could be like the person who tells him stuff about what's going on, like uh, Ellie Larder was in the second um, Final Destination. Mm-hmm. Except she died in that one. This is weird. Like, hey, we're going to get this person back from the first one and we're going to have her die randomly with all the other people. Like, just has no real impact in being here. She just showed up and like, hey, this is what's going on. See ya. Bloom, and yeah. that's all. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. I'm gonna let you rate this. Two. Two. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm gonna go three point five. I liked it more. Uh, clearly, give it a higher rating. Well, yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's a spectacular movie. I just think it's a fun movie. No, I agree. I agree. And and since. Groundhog's Day is one of those movies I can watch over and over and over again, even though it seems like it should wear on me because it it's repetitive in itself. And then to watch it again, mm-hmm. it's even more repetitive. Mm-hmm. Somehow it, it I still find it appealing. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit. I'm not saying I find this one as appealing, but it's pretty good. No. You know what I'm gonna let you find appealing? The outro. Uh the outro. Uh, tell me if you've heard this one before. You can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966. You can email us at pot at gncast.com. Uh, you can leave us a message on the website. I think. I don't know. You go to the website? Do I? Yeah. I mean, sometimes when I want to make sure that the episode actually posted. Oh, yeah. That was... Wow. Hey, uh, more apologies oh, yeah. for... <laughs> last week we did the episode we're like we're sorry we were off for two weeks but we're getting this out to you right away matt didn't even wait till tuesday no he put it out sunday night to have it ready for you first thing of the week and then the entire website went to shit real hard uh so i guess go to the website and mock us <laughs> well it's fine <laughs> now by leaving us a message on it and yes. see if that happens so the, the rss feed pushed out everywhere except itunes but the iTunes portion yeah. is now fixed. So if you listen to yes. this on iTunes, you're good because you're listening to this. Uh, on I actually didn't push out everywhere except iTunes because it didn't show up for my podcast no, player either. No one cares about your podcast player. Player of them. Eat my dick. <laughs> uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're at Podcast of Terror and all those places. Uh, and it seems like sometimes maybe you can subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever your favorite podcatcher is. And and you can leave us feedback there. Uh, you could probably leave us feedback even if the show isn't there. You can just go, hey, those podcast here guys, they're dumb. I hear they have fat cocks. One star. I have a uh, yeah. We should rub our fat cocks together. 
Wonder Twin Powers. Fat no. Cocktervate. <laughs> Form of flaccidity, because that's all I can do. <laughs> Form <laughs> of cookie. Zan's dough. melted all the time. Oh, that's <laughs> and, funny. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You can go to bit.ly slash pot review. And and that's that's a specific thing just for reviewing podcasts. You can't even download them there. Uh, but uh, be a trendsetter, go outside the norm. Be the be the person who said fuck Facebook. I'm going to Vero or Mastodon. Uh, yeah, you know, show your parents you don't give a shit about them. Rebel, move out, finally smoke, jump off a bridge if your friends are doing it. You're 24 years old. Move out. We're very disappointed in you at this point, is what yeah. we're saying. Uh, we're, not, we're not mad. Like, we're just disappointed. Yeah, I'm I'm madly disappointed. <laughs> go to gncast.com slash subscribe. That's where you find all this shit. And if you want, you can go to the Facebook and look under Galactic Network and, and mock Dave for giving us a place to talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all his fault. That's uh, true. You can also go to amazon.podcasthere.com, shop like you normally would. That gives us some money. And then I feel less bad about buying a bunch of, you know, audio equipment. That's all there is to it. Corey, where can people find you? Uh, I don't know, man. Or whatever you're pushing these days. Then you're on 17 other podcasts (laughs) without me. I am. That'll do much (laughs) better than this one because I'm not there. Uh, The the people stay awake longer. Hey, you know what? I did start a new podcast uh the beta episode just hit the streams and uh our first official episode is on april 3rd it's over with the ink geeks and uh if you go to ink geeks ink geek studios i don't know one of those places uh just look up uh solutions to fix the universe uh the stfu cast the streams are now open it is a fucking mess i hope you enjoy it Matt, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and on Tapped at Matt the Lifeguard. I don't know what we're doing next week. We haven't decided. Uh, we have a friend who was going to have us check out his independent film. Uh, Dan Jackson said something about us doing a review of his movie. So we'll see if that comes into place or not. If not, we'll, we'll figure something out. Or we'll be gone for three weeks because... You know, shit happens. Yeah, we like to keep everyone on their toes. (sighs) Yeah, so that's going to do it for another episode of the podcast here. We will talk to you guys next week. Stay scary, everybody. (laughs) 